Check one, two. Internets, before we get started with this week's episode, first of all, salutes and blessings to you and yours, okay? Thanks for checking out the Premium P Show. If you've been a listener since day one, thank you. If you just joined today, welcome. Listen, okay, we got a great episode. Before we even get to the episode, first off, I want to tell you we're on YouTube. We've been putting up full videos, behind-the-scene clips. Check that out today, okay? Go to Premium P Show on YouTube. Subscribe, rate, like, comment, tell a friend to tell a friend. You know what it is. We're also available on all streaming platforms, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, um, you know, every streaming platform that is out there, okay? Now, you know when I say this, at Premium Pete, at Premium Pete Show, on Twitter and Instagram. I want to know where you're listening from. I want to know, okay? So what do I say? I always say, check the fuck in. At Premium Pete, at Premium Pete Show. Listen, um... Tom Brady uh, just won his uh, seventh Super Bowl, okay? It's actually insane, but still, let's fuck Tom Brady, okay? I'm sorry if you feel a certain way, but I, I apologize for the language, but I'm just being honest, okay? Now, um, you know, we've been putting out premium shows. We got a couple of great ones coming up. You know, bear with us. It's still a crazy world we live in. Um, you know, one thing I'm happy about is that at least I get to talk to the people and let y'all listen to different people from all walks of life because you never know who's going to be on an episode of the Premium Pete Show. It could be an athlete, an actor, an artist, an entrepreneur. You don't know. Um, listen, if you have some uh, advice or, or thoughts or, or you need some advice, okay, make sure you email me, thepremiumpetro at gmail.com. One more time. That's thepremiumpetro at gmail.com. Now, before we get to this week's episode, I want to tell you, dig in the catalog. There's tons of Premium Pete Show episodes. And if you like one, or if you think a certain friend should be listening to this one, send it to him. I always say, tell a friend to tell a friend. And make sure during these times, I always tell you, you got to an alive, a mother, a father, a grandmother, a grandfather, call them today. Go visit them today if they live close by. Because tomorrow's not promised. And as we're getting older, so are our loved ones. So listen, okay? This episode, man, the one and only, the legendary producer, DJ, my friend, return guest, the one and only Static Selector. Okay, Static Talk's coming up in the radio game in Boston early on, being signed to Jay-Z, Nas, and Eminem at the same time, breaking some of the biggest artists. Let's not forget, okay, Freddie Gibbs, Vic Mensa, Mac Miller, Joey Badass, incre- tons of more people. Just crazy wild stories with Mac Miller and, of course, his new album, The Balancing Act, which features, I'm telling you, you look at this track list, I don't know how many people could put together a, a, a project like this. Internets, let me shut the fuck up, Okay. And let me present to you the return of Static Selector on the Premium Pete Show on this week's episode. Let's get to it. Cheer. Yo, what's up, y'all? This is Fat Man Scoop, the undisputed voice of the club, the two-time Grammy Award winner. Let me make this official for you. Fat Man Scoop, Cork McClan, Internets. It's time to go with my dude, Premium Pete. Let's get focused. Let's go. Internets, let's turn up. One time, Premium Pete. Come on, everybody get set. Let's go. It's the next episode. It's the Premium Pete Show. News, interviews, all of the info. Listen up. It's the Premium Pete Show. If you want the scoop in the low, down low. Listen to the show, cause Milk said so. Fuck what you heard, better act like you know. It's the Premium Pete Show. Internets, welcome back to another episode of the Premium Pete Show. Sitting down here with a return guest. Yes. Okay. Now, we, you know, we got to go over, okay, producer, we'll say entrepreneur. We got we to say entrepreneur, because there's a lot of things coming up. Radio yeah. guy. Radio guy is a funny one. Yeah. <laughs> I would say a visionary. 
Um, I would say a lot of things. Uh, my friend Static Selector, welcome back, man. Thank you, man. I'm happy to be here, Pete. Listen, the first time we did the episode, we went over just. I, I actually would have loved for your mother to hear that first episode because just going. She might have. She she follows. She follows. Just going over the. Uh, well, first of all, shouts to mom in the building. Okay, internet. Mom is in the building. Who else moved their who, mother to Brooklyn at 70 years old? Exactly. Well, who else moves around with their moms? During uh, 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 podcast uh, interviews, Static Selector. I do. And shouts to my brother. Uh, we actually give him a quick shout out. Shouts to Sabino. Shout to Sabino. Gr- growing up Italian, the panini shop. I want to say one, one thing funny about this. Me and him have became cool over the past year. And the funny thing is he told me, he said, yo, you know who told me about you? He said, Static Selector. He said, yo, how are you Italian and you don't know Premium Pete? And uh, he had to learn the hard way, Sabino. He had to learn, you know? Yeah, well, the thing is, man. First of all, I'm I'm a proud. Uh, I feel like you know I'm I'm like a little less than half Irish, but um, I was raised by my Irish grandmother, mm. and um, you know she she was she instilled certain things in me. But Italians were always like right next door to us. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like Italians and You're Irish people are by like Italians, yeah, yeah. So and Irish, yeah. like you know, I was like I'm kind of heated. I wasn't invited to Soprano Con. Yo, um, I'm my bad, my story. bad. Yo, actually, yo, I, yo, actually, someone said something to me today. I think it was Hovain. Um, I want to say this. Sometimes you spin so much, you don't realize who you forget. Um, I'm learning to be uh, uh, better at that. And uh, yeah, so I, I would say uh, be mad at somebody the second time, not the first time. Okay, okay. Okay. But no, nah, I, was, I, I was big uh, growing up with Italian food and, and the Sopranos and, um, you know, some of my best friends are Italian. Shout to Dom Dirty, JFK. I got some real close Italian people to my, uh, you know, around me. But yeah, it's like, I feel like um, I just always related with a lot of the, the stuff you talk about on the show. I, I, like I met Sabino seven years ago when I moved to this neighborhood. We're in uh, Williamsburg, Brooklyn. And I was, I'm going to tell the story because it's funny. Me and Joey Badass went and got our nails done. I'm not <laughs> even being on no funny shit. We literally got, I, he called me and I was getting a manicure. And I was like, yo, I'm getting a manicure. He's like, where you at? I want one. And Joey came through and got it. And we were walking down the street after we left. And all of a sudden, I said, yo, yo, Static, Joey. And I'm like, oh, shit, there's some crazy fans following us. Let's take a right. <laughs> Let's take a right. We took the right. We're walking down the street. And all of a sudden, like, yo. And we turn around. And dude's right there. And it was Sabino. And he's like, yo, uh, my family got the the panini shop. This is like my, my block and all that. And... You know, never look back, man. Like yeah, Sabino's that- been very, uh, very, the hospitality's been crazy. His family's my family now. Like it's, it's been love, man. And Thousand like, espressos Our kids know later. each other. Like here we are, man. It's crazy because you know I'm from Boston. I'm from New England. I lived in New Hampshire, Lawrence, Boston, all over the place. And um, it's crazy because you know the kind of hospitality and the kind of people they are here are very similar to where I grew up, and it's like a family thing. Yeah, and and, and one thing I like is uh, whenever I come and visit Sabino, but this is before like this crazy world uh, going on now but uh, uh stack was like hit me next time we have espresso so i look forward to us getting back to uh knocking down espressos yeah. i will say this the f- first time that you came on the show and now that you're a return guest um one thing i love is is your support for people and artists um is is, is still there um it's at a high level but the difference between the last time we sat down to now is the support from Elevation. Other, from other people is at a high level. Um, we think about Nas. 
we think, you know, at that time, not saying we weren't. Was I even signed to Rock Nation at that point? No. I See, it's been so. a minute. So, 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 and then just to, just to support and the love from Nas, uh, the Eminem uh, uh, record. It's, I'm signing uh, J, Nas, and M in three different ways right now. And that, that's cool. Actually, man. break that that's down. That's cool. Break, break, break that down. So, I've been on Shade 45 for 15 years now. Congratulations. Eminem, shout out to Shady Records. Uh, that's a weekly thing. Thursday night, 7 to 9 Eastern time. Show off radio. Show off radio. We broke a lot of- Don't get it twisted. And I stand by this. I broke more artists on that show than anyone's broke on Talk the radio in a long time. In a long time. Um, Mac Miller. Oh, you want me to do the list? Yeah. Why not? For, these are first times on the radio. They're, none of these artists I'm about to mention were on the radio before my show. Mac Miller, Freddie Gibbs, Action Bronson, Joey Badass, Griselda, Chance the Rapper, um- Vic Mensa, uh, I know I'm forgetting people. That's the it's okay. Part. It's okay, and and a lot of freestyles. A lot. You know, I was a just lot. actually here. Oh, logic. Yeah. Um, really, man. It goes on and on. It goes on and on. I know I'm forgetting. I'm, it's okay. People. I mean, it's hard when you when you bring up something just you know yeah. spontaneous to remember everything. But a lot of people have um, rest been, in peace, Mac Miller, man. I, yeah. Like, rest in peace, Sean really, Price. He touched rest my peace, yo, Prodigy. Sean Price. Sean Price had a segment on my show. Man, yo. I miss Sean Price, man. I remember um, Prodigy, rest in peace. He was a big part of my show. Prodigy was on the show at least once a month. Yeah, I miss. I'm, I'm you know, Sean Price. Uh, you know, it's so funny. Uh, we share a lot of the same friends, different, different uh, relationships. As far as you know, you making actually music with them, and you know, just different relationship. But we share a lot of the same friends. I was telling someone earlier when we lost Sean Price, that was a a big loss. I remember you doing the duck down uh, uh, memorial, me combat, rest in peace. Man, I hate saying so many rest man. in peace, but rest but, in peace, combat, Jack. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. That was uh, you know when you think about it. You know, I remember Bun. Remember Bun sent that for Sean Price. Uh, he sent that little tribute. He gave it, and, and and we played it, and I sent it to you. Yep. Um, wow. You know, and then and then you know you know, actually let me tell a quick. I gotta Sean, go find that. Let me tell a quick Sean Price story. Um. Um. He, uh, you know, it's so funny. He, um, he really liked Bum B and he knew I was really cool with Bum B. And I remember him even being a real Brooklyn dude. And what I mean by that is he was like, yo, you know, I like to do, I mean, I ain't, I ain't on his dick and shit. I don't get, you know, and I'm like, nah, yo, Sean, you don't got to tell me that Bun is a fucking great guy. He's a fan of you. And I'm you know the last song we did together. Yeah, yeah. Which what I'm saying, but what I'm saying is, it was he Price wanted Bunner to do a song. I said this. I said this on a show before uh, with you about. I mean, about you. He wanted to do a song with them. I connected them. I put them on text. Then never happened. But you put it together with Sean Price, Styles P, and Bumby. What's the name of the song? It's called um, Top Tier. Top Tier. Uh, the beat is crazy, especially how it just drives up like that. Um, three incredible artists. But that in my daughter's room. There's a crib, like a, a little kid's bed where I made that beat right now. What's that like, called again? The room? Uh, Holly Hall's House of Hits. Yeah, but yeah. now nah, it wasn't called that then. That was just the, uh, another show off basement. Now the studio is Harley Hall's House of Hits because she's the boss. You know, when we think of Static Selector and we think about the intro drop, who the hell is that again? The girl that goes static select. Yeah. That's her name's Erica. Shout out to Erica. She's from um, Brockton, Massachusetts. She lives in Miami now. Yeah. Did she ever think that she would hear her name on different? Nah. Tracks? When she did that, I'm gonna tell you. Actually, we went on a date to see Brown Sugar, the premiere of Brown Sugar. Brown Sugar. And that's a good movie. I love that movie. I Classic. actually have. I used to. I used to love her tattooed on my arm. It's one of my favorite common songs. And I showed this to Sanai Lathan, and she didn't know what it was, and it broke my heart. Because Sanai Lathan plays the yep, editor of yep, XXL in yep. the movie that raps the song. And I showed it to her, and Angie Martinez was standing next to her, and Angie went, 
That's a damn shame. But anyway, um, nah, Erica, shout out to Erica. She did the drop. We 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 had a date. We went to see the premiere of Brown Sugar and went back to my crib in Roxbury, Massachusetts. And I said, yo, with your funny accent, just say my name. And she did the drop. And it, here we are 20, uh, 19 years later. Mm. It's been some hell of a journey. You know, 15 years on, on, on radio. Oh, um, no, no, 20, 24 years on radio. Oh, that's right, Boston 15 radio. Years I on forgot. Shade 15 on, yes, that's right, I forgot. Bruce. I started radio in 96, man. I was 14 years old. Mm, mm. You know, um, I remember when we did the first episode, I remember G-Spin hitting me, telling me, like, man, that was a, a great episode with Static. Shout out to G-Spin. Um, you know, when we think about just coming you know from- what? Right, yeah. I don't want to cut you off, but I just, okay. I just sent G-Spin a, a box this week with something that means a lot to me. Sabino, let me get that. This is for Premium Pete. Really? So let me explain this real quick. I just sent G-Spin this this week because he was on my list of people that I could no way not give him this. Everybody knows the, the Rock Nation yeah, ads, sure. right? This is a collaboration with me and Emery. Shout out to Emery. Shout out to Emery. This, they never did Celtic Green before. This is for Boston, right? Now, check it out. We got the show-off logo. This ain't no stitching. This is the show-off logo and like a rubber material on the side, right? The back of it says Static Selector, and on the inside has 603, that's New Hampshire, as 857 Boston, 617 Boston, 781, which is like Lynn and like North Shore. It got 978, which is where I'm originally from, Methuen, Lawrence, 508, that's the same thing back in the day, but now that's other parts of Mass. You understand like where I come from to do this? Like... I only have a certain amount of these, and that's for premium. Man, people. first of all, thank Bro. you. First of all, first of all, first of all, I'm proud that your vision can lead to other things. You know what I'm saying? Like, think about it. You have built the. You have that's one thing that I'm very proud of you about. Thank you. Man. You have never gave up, right? So the, the this is the power of never giving. I say up. it every interview, man. Yo, Jay Z said the realest shit of all time. He said the genius thing we did was never give up. Yeah. And that's all you got to do is never give up. No matter what you do in life, just don't give up. You take a break, you probably will lose. You got to just stay at it. I mean, this, you know, it's funny because uh, whenever I see you, I always think about this 2 Chains album. And it's finally coming out. And I'm like, yo, when the fuck is this 2 Chains album coming out? But... And we'll Two chains. If you're watching this, you know what it. Now, nah, <laughs> listen. He just made a power move by okay. dropping down. He just dropped. Okay. I'm pretty sure he's off Def Jam now. Okay. So now it's like you're about to see a new wave from Two Chains, where he's running his. Uh, not that he wasn't running his own career, but he's uh he's about to do like whatever he wants. Man, you know, from the last time you sat down with me, you know, you then go do a song with it for Eminem. That was since, nah, that wasn't since then. How long that was that before M&M? that? Maybe, maybe that you did Eminem. That song was 2014. Then. Okay, so yeah, you're right. So, so maybe I sat down with you 2007. I got two records with Eminem. But. How did? Okay, let's go. Let's go. Let's go to. Let's go. Yo, to, did you see his Spotify numbers? No. What is it? He did four billion this year. <laughs> I see people post like a billion and be like, "Wow, a billion, four billion! Like that shit's crazy." Yo, you know, you know what's crazy about Eminem. And and one thing I admire and and is that think about how much he's worth, right? And think about the deal that he had. So you never hear unless he says it that it was a bad deal. Yeah. What I mean by that is like they I'm sure gave, it's been renegotiated. But they gave him a chance to make money and people were able to make money. Something that doesn't really happen. 
I mean, we think about it. You know, um, you were sitting down for an episode. You hear about it. I'm sure, you know, Nas has done that. Jay's done that. A lot of people have done that where, like, they get, you know, not for nothing, I'm proud of this. What's today's date, man? Yo, as of, uh, I think, tomorrow? December 6th. Yo, in two days from now, I own every single master of all my albums, except the new one, because I just dropped it. Yep. But all my other albums, I own the masters of now. I'm, pr- I'm happy about that. I mean, that's an accomplishment. You know, uh, when you think about a kid from Boston, it's crazy to me. New Hampshire, I don't even, yo, I don't even all know All over, these. man. I lived in Massachusetts for 14 years. Eight, I lived five, in New Hampshire seven, for eight. 508, 978. I've been in New York for 16, though. How crazy is that? I lived in New York that longer than anyone. You know, one thing that you do is, like I said before, you support a lot of artists. And 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 some may say that's your job. I say that's your passion. Um, I love hip hop, man. Yeah. Like I really, yeah. I take it serious. I I, I uh, protect the the word hip hop. And sometimes I get a little too passionate where I I get in problems. Sometimes I've been chill with it lately. But I, my Twitter fingers back in the day, man, you're not gonna just throw that word around and disrespect it. Like that shit means yeah. too much to me and all my friends and family and people that have. You bro, do you understand what? Hip hop is done for like everyone, but I'm saying like the significance of it and people throw that shit in the dirt sometimes makes me sick, bro. Yeah, especially especially when you think about the longevity of it. It needs to be preserved more. It's got you presidents know. elected. Yeah. It's got people moving different places in the world. It's brought people to corners of the world that would never be there ever yep. without it. I mean, it controls the world. It, it, you know, it's straight up and down. It controls the world. It controls pop culture. It controls the kids. Then that's why you'll the see. The fashion. Yep. The, the food. Yep. The drinks. Yep. What are we talking about, man? Listen, um, what about uh, Millie's? Yo, Millie's is on a roll right now. I'm so he's one of he's he's on that list of the, he got the hat. Cambridge, yeah. Nah, shout out to Cambridge, Massachusetts. Um, I spent a lot of time there. If you don't know, Cambridge is on the line of Boston. It's across the river, but it's there's like a weird territorial thing where people from Boston hate saying that Cambridge is part of Boston because it's not part of the uh, like Boston police can't go in Cambridge. It's Cambridge. So it's like Jersey City to, okay, okay, to Manhattan. Okay. But um, nah, Millie's is on a ro- run right now. We did an album. We're doing part two now. And that kid is just, his hustle is amazing. And it's crazy because I remember running into Millie's in clubs back in the day. And like his squad would be with him outside. And he'd be like, why are you playing my shit? I'd be like, <laughs> well, I'm not fucking with your shit. And then fast forward how many years later, he now like, that kid's an amazing artist, man. Shouts to Millie's. I'm Shouts to Millie's for sure. You know, you, you mentioned earlier and and you always have been doing different albums with people now it's becoming more of a thing now where a producer does a full album yeah. with an artist well, you know where that comes from man dj premier of course shouts to premier but the point i'm making is we think about like two chains right yeah. then you think about like uh, uh see that's different no one ever did that no i know no one ever did a the, even the way i did it with currency and bun b and two chains and paul wall I'm making so many albums with down south artists that no up north producer ever did that with yep. a down south artist. You know, would you would you say that that people like Bumby, people like Currency, and and you know, how open were they when you were like, "Yo, let's do a joint album together"? They were one million percent about it. Know why? Because if they weren't, we wouldn't have done it. If I felt any kind of like kickback or like. If I felt like there was a little hesitation, I wouldn't want to do it. These are my friends. Yeah, like, of course. Me and Currency probably talked about doing this shit like a million times we've seen each other before we actually did it. Me and Bun. And Trill Bun, yep. I called Bun about Trill Static, right? Yep. The week before we did it. That Fat Joe song. Um, Fat Joe just showed up. Who is it? Fat Joe, 
smoked his uh, in and, a and, bun. And Bumby. Fat Joe was in bed at home watching us on YouTube live. Oh, that's right. It was live, and, yeah. And he hit up Feeve. Shout out to UFO Feeve. And he was like, should I pull up? And Feeve's like, come over here, crack. And Joe got dressed and came through and knocked out that verse. And that's one of the, my coolest hip-hop moments of all time because I've known Joe for 20 years. Joe is a big brother to me. I listen to him and he's... We've been through so many things where like Joe has been a pivotal person in my in my life. And um, that night, him just showing up like that. And he got my number. He could have hit me. He didn't even hit me. He just showed up and surprised us. And that was a moment. That was a moment, man. And and, and just dropped the, that verse. One time, Joe hit me and texted me a picture from Cat's Deli. And it was my aunt and him. Like, my aunt walked up to him and said, he said, they said, that's Fat Joe. And and she said, well, you know my nephew, Static? And he's like, that's my brother. And he sent me the photo. Like, me and Joe are, like, that's, I wish the whole world, I mean, I'm happy he's one of one. But yeah. Fat Joe he's is an influence for the world, man. That's yeah. a real dude right there. He's aces. He cares a lot about not only He's a Bun himself. B type of dude. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. He's a Bun B. Like, yeah. Bun B is a different kind of human being, man. It's It's rarity. You know, he's just somebody, I always say Bumby's the type of dude that could go through a college dorm and high-five people. He could stay in Port Arthur in the hood he's on the corner. a college professor. Don't yeah. get that fucked up. Yeah, exactly. You know, you think about how special that is. You know, we, we got a new album. We got a new album. I feel like, um, you know, and I told you this, I think, the other day on the phone, um, your progression. You know, I listened to the whole thing front and back. Thank you, man. And, 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 and I'm like, first of all, how, and I'm sure other producers who admire you, how do you put together these features? Like, meaning, like, is it something? Because keep in mind, it's art, right? The same way people put group text together in their phone, that's how I um, put the albums together. Like, it's literally all but the homies. It it's all your, friends. Is it something in your mind where you're like, yo, this dude would be good yeah, with yeah, this yeah. dude? You know what it is? I talk about this all the time. I had a conversation with my daughter the other night. She was falling asleep, and I was holding her, and I said, Harley, don't ever, ever, ever let anyone dull your imagination because. When you become an adult, it's not cool to have an imagination no more. All my music, all my creativity comes from my imagination. So like the same way, me and Nas had a meeting back in January and Joey came through and that's how that record came about. But I told Nas that night, I was like, this album is like fantasy football. Like we got to put the right people on the right teams and make this happen. Mm. Because it's my imagination that I can put all these albums together or use this and this or put Gary Clark Jr. on a song with Joey and Nas, who are, you know, completely a full circle of generations. Like, Joey was born in the same year that... Joey's born a year after Illmatic. And they're on the same song, and they both sound fresh as ever. With Gary Clark Jr. Nas don't age, first of all. Nah. But um, it's it's crazy, because it's my imagination I get to do all this. And when I'm... I could be in my darkest moments in life where the worst things happen, whether someone passed away or a breakup or this or that, and I sit there and I just put my imagination to use and make these hip-hop records. And I told my kid, I was like... She's five years old. I was like, don't ever let anyone dull your imagination, because it's the first thing people do to you when you grow up. They want to take your joy. And don't let anyone do that. Yeah, no, nah, that's 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 very powerful. You know, when you think about even uh, yo, I actually realizing how many times I'm saying, you know, when you think about, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm like, damn man, what the hell am I saying that shit so many very times? Very Italian. Yeah, exactly. Um, Nas, couple of tracks with him. And well, if you told me in nineteen, that wasn't before the last time we sat down. Huh? Meaning the last time we sat oh, down, yeah, I didn't yeah, have yeah. no Nas. Nah. Well, nah, yeah, I did. Did. 
Oh, no, it's ill about it is that the song on Lost Tapes 2 was yeah. done, but oh, it, didn't, it, it wasn't didn't. out yet. Yeah, you were going to say something. When you were a kid, you said something like that? Um, when Nas, you talk about Nas. No, if you told me when I was 12 oh, years okay. old that I'd be like, Nas Producer, would be on my yeah. first thing. But you know what? I would believe. I would have believed you when I was 13, not 12. When I was 12, if you told me that, I would have been bugging out. But when I was 13 and I started taking DJing serious... There was not like there was nothing you couldn't tell me. I was like, nah, I'm gonna do this. Like that's what I'm doing with my life. I may have asked you the first time we sat down, but Static Selector is that the first name that came, or was there other ones? And then what? Oh no, no, I was DJ Static, and I started doing my research. You know, the internet wasn't popping like that. I started buying ITF battle tapes and DMC, and there was this guy DJ Static from Denmark. He won the world championship, and I was. I was happy for him, but I was heartbroken. I was like, this guy got my name. What do I do? And then I found out about DJ Static. There's two more DJ Statics. There's one from Brooklyn and there's one from Philly. And you were on this early. Thank and God I, you were on this oh, early. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I was 15. And I was like, what do I do? So one day in 1999, it was the day that um, Yeah Baby by Big Pun came out. I had my first gig in New York City. Me and my man Doug left school at 3 p.m., drove from New Hampshire to the Bronx, and I DJed this party, and they were like, you're on at 10 p.m. I didn't go on until like 1 a.m. I was 17 years old. I didn't go on until 1 p.m. I mean, 1 a.m., and I didn't get off till at least 4 in the morning. And the dude on the mic grabbed it, and he was doing this reggae shit, and he was like, blah, 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 static. He goes, what's your name? I go, DJ Static. He goes, Static Selecta. And I was like, oh, shit. There's my name. Because Selecta just means DJ. And yeah, I was sure. already, I'm heavy in the reggae. Don't test me with that. Like, I'm heavy with reggae. So when they did that, I was like, that's it. That's my name. And I wanted to keep the K because I already had the K on the static. Yeah, the way, yeah. So I, I just kept the K and it was like, bong. And it's, you know, it's funny through all these years, I've met other static this or static that, but ain't no static Selecta, man. Action Bronson. Um, there are some of the early work. Actually, I just seen Duck Down put down. There was an anniversary of that song. One of my favorites. I've told you this before. Off the uh, what's the album you have with the radio box or something? Population control. But yeah, um, was it? See, no, I no, it's that. not population. Population control. No, no, population black and green. Right. With no, the- that's extended play. No, it's population control. But was it the anniversary recently? Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize. Hold on, hold on. But it came out in 2011 though, so it's not the 10 year. When it's the 10 year, I'll do a whole thing. But that's one of my favorite tracks. That's- that was my first album on Duck Down, that- and the way it all happened is funny because. Sean Price was, that's one of my biggest influences in my life as a father, as a person in general, the way he embraced me when I moved to Brooklyn. Um, I know Sean for a long time, but Sean was on my album on 100 Proof, the album before Population Control, and he wasn't really doing shit outside of Ducktown. Like, you didn't hear about Sean really, later he was on everything, but around that time, it's like everything he did was on Ducktown, and he did a verse on my album, which was on Brick Landspeed. Shot to Papa D. And um, that conversation opened up Druha reaching out and being like, yo, we need to do something. And I ended up doing the next five albums. You spent, yeah, you spent Duck many Down. years on Duck Down. I still, I don't get it twisted. I'm Duck Down for life. Like, me and Smith and Wesson are working on something. Like, I'll always Shouts love to Duck Down. And Steel. Yeah, like, that's family. Shout out to Drew and Noah and the whole camp. And and I always hold down Sean. Like, like this new album I just dropped, I got, it's kind of the end of a chapter for me because it's the last Sean verse I had that no one heard. Oh, so you put it on there? All that. Like, when I get the we'll, statements from the album, yeah. every single going to little Sean and Bernadette. Like, oh, so that was an old... Uh, well, not, it can't be new. But he's been gone for like, five years. No, no, no. I don't mean that. But meaning, like, you never got a chance to put that out. No one ever heard that verse. Damn. Oh, trust me. The internet will call you out. No one ever heard that verse. 
You know, in the beginning, you said something. You said you signed to Rock. You said Jay Nas. Like, ex, ex, yeah. I don't think we didn't break that down. Explain how that all happened. Well, um, I was look. I was in a situation a couple of years ago where I was like feeling a certain way about just where I was at, and I was like, I need to, you know. Get my situation right, and I was in Miami for Art Basel, which is one of my favorite things. I'm he. It's actually going on right now on the low. It's wow, happening. Basel? It's super. It's going down on the low right now. That's I I crazy. Like, and it's like you know, Florida don't give a fuck, but it's like some low key shit. At so all, like, Florida don't care. Um, so I was there, and I went to this Lock Drink Champ shit, and um, uh, Christy Clifford, who's an old friend of mine, was there, and she had brought up a story about the Locks album, and she was like. I don't want to say too much information, but somebody said, why is it static on the album? And she's like, he is. It's just not, that song's not done or whatever. So when she brought it up, she was like, who's managing you right now? And at the time, shout out to Fat Gary. Fat Gary was handling my shit for a long time. But um, I was like, you know, I'm I'm open to ideas. What's up? She's like, would you want to come to rock? I was like, hell yeah. And um, I ended up going up there, playing the album. Ty Ty came in, wilding out. Like it was, it was some good times, man. And I ended up signing to Rock for management, and I'm still signed there. Shout out to Freaky Ayo, who handles my shit now. Um, it's been a great experience. I'm, I'm really happy up there right now. This year has been kind of a new, a, a re. Uh, sure, sure. We've refreshed everything this year, the beginning of this year. And um, shout out to Hank, who's a, if you don't know who Hank is, he, he's the man. He's a very. Uh, motivating dude he 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 handles alicia keys and the jonas brothers and he's like he's out of here bro he, he's the man and hank got more involved with me shout out to mike brinkley it's all full circle for me because mike brinkley called me back when i did the the nas uh jay-z black republicans me and big mike put on a tape and i we, we were the first ones to play the song and i got a couple calls from random people that were like you better leave new york because i heard people were looking for you like people were heated it's a long story behind it, but Mike Brinkley called me and he's like, yo, Nas wants to talk to you. And I was like, oh, man. He's like, Nas wants you to do his mixtape. I was like, oh, shit. So it like flipped around and I ended up, you know, shout out to Nas and Mike. But it's crazy because Mike's at Rock Nation now managing me as I'm putting out this album on Nas's label. And it's just like full circle. That's 14 years later. Yeah, that's crazy when you think about the politics yeah, yeah. of that. You know, also another m- memory that I remember from you is uh, having Mac in the studio at uh, the first one, Sirius man. and Bun coming in. Oh yeah, that was that was a you little remember? bit later. But Mac had never oh, even wait, been was in Bun New York. sitting down already. It was uh, Tony Touch's show, but no, Shout but Mac Tony. was sitting already, and Bun came. Me, in the door. Bun, and Mac were all booked separately for Tony's show, and we ended up being in the room together. And it's crazy because I had a song called "Happy Days" that was out at the time with Mac and Bun on it with Term, and it's funny because it's all energy, man. Like the planet will align things. Does his family like? Uh, do you speak to anybody in there? Are they? Uh... I speak to Q. Shout out to Q, Max, uh, manager for years. I don't. I've never really spoke to any. I met his mother once. Um, yeah, man. Shout out to Mac Miller's family. Like, what a what a huge huge loss. I talk about this all the time. Mac Miller was sitting at my computer, in my basement, going back and forth with Donald Trump on Twitter. He was typing to this guy. And I'm like, yo, fuck this dude, blah, blah, blah. And he's just going back and forth with him. And now Donald Trump is the fucking president of the United States. And Mac is dead. That shit is like some Twilight shit, bro. Like Twilight Zone. What? Like it don't even make sense to me. You know, sometimes did that, did that, did that, did that, 
wake you up as a friend, like meaning like sometimes you don't realize what people are going through. Mac? Yeah. You know, like meaning like, like damn, I wish I conversation. Yeah, yeah. Mac was not uh new to to uh substance. Like you know what I mean? Like a lot of us in, in the game and in the world period mess with um you know, I've I've done my share of sure. illegal substances. Sure. But I think that Mac got but the the way he got a bad batch and got man, that person's a really bad person, man. Like I'm really Mac should be here. Dude got sold a bad batch, and these fucking assholes selling fentanyl and the cocaine and all that shit. I wish death to all of them, bro. It's fucked up. Yeah, there's no difference between that and putting um, you know, putting dust and weed and not telling somebody. Yeah, yeah, it's fucked up, bro. Like, yeah. so Max should be here. Um, you know, substance abuse is substance abuse, but. Max should be here, and he would be here if that if that asshole wasn't selling fentanyl. You know, on that note, let's uh, take a quick break. Sitting down here, return guest, friend, producer, visionary, uh, creative, uh, early adapter. Early, I would say adapter. Yeah, early adapter, man. You adapted. I was born in the darkness. You merely adapted to it. This guy adapted early on to know what his uh, vision was going to be, and I think you invested in the youth, and the youth invested in you. Um, anyway, we'll be right back. The one and only Static Selector. Cheer. We cannot wait any longer. Now is the time to reimagine what safety means. Join directly impacted leaders as well as activists, artists, and policymakers on February 19th at 12 noon Eastern Time for the Vision for Justice Virtual Summit. Internet, let me put you on to something. The summit is open to the public and serves as an opportunity to unite as a community dedicated to envisioning a new paradigm for safety in America. One that invests in communities, not in criminalization and incarceration, to keep people safe. I want you to join the Vision for Justice community to hold our leaders accountable. And here's how you do it. Visit visionforjusticeevents.com. One more time. That's visionforjusticeevents.com to join the fight for building a new non-carceral paradigm for public safety. It's paid for by the Leadership Conference, Education Fund, and Civil Right Corp. Internet's support for the Premium P Show is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. You understand? They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. Join the movement for all your below-the-waist grooming needs today. You don't have to wait anymore. Listen, Internet, let me tell you something. This lawnmower that they have comes with a light, okay? This thing is quiet, and it doesn't snip your balls. Internet, if you want to clean yourself up, your underarms, your below the waist, your jewels, you got beach, use Manscaped. And I'm going to tell you today, you're going to get 20% off plus free shipping with the code premium. Okay, you ready? You punch in the code premium, P-R-E-M-I-U-M at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. You understand? Make sure you support it. Internet's always telling me, P, how can I support you? Well, listen, support yourself, okay, and clean your jewels up with Manscaped, I promise you. No nicks, they're official. Go to manscaped.com, punch in the code premium at checkout, get yourself 20% off, plus free shipping. Okay? Now let's get back to the show. Cheer! Internet, and we're back, sitting here with my man, Static Selector. Uh, just going over the journey, 
we already had listen if you want to find out more about static selectors like the whole like life journey story go back and check out the first episode we did now we're just catching up that's one thing i love about return episodes kind of like what, what's been going on he dropped a couple of albums he signed with rock nation um you know even this album this that you put out you know how how is how is that for a producer an artist putting out an album during corona bro like, I, I don't think was, I asked somebody. That. It was called the Balancing Act way before this year, probably two years now. I've had the title. I had the cover concepts. Um, man, the Balancing Act just got on steroids. Like the meaning of it, because you know I was just talking about my life and how I would be. You know, I'd be with my kid till eight thirty. She go to sleep. I go to the studio. Go to the club. Go on a flight. Do whatever I got to do. That was the Balancing Act. Now the Balancing Act finishing this album was. Doing uh, Zoom home kindergarten, uh, you know, being with my kid literally three days in a row with no, with no uh, effery, no, no drinking, no, like just being with her three days in a row and then going to the studio and I got to finish this album. And it was like every week the balancing act is a different level. And you know what? Beyond that, I feel like everybody can understand that now because yeah. 2020, everybody's had to deal with the balance. Yeah, it's hard, it's hard to balance life. You know what I mean? Like you had a, to be an artist, to be a father, to be a person. That's one thing I hated about being a separated dad at a young age because I would make sure I go pick up my daughter. I was working. It's um, no joke, man. And then you know who you forget about? Yourself. Yeah, but I don't care about like yeah. I don't, no, no, I, I don't I want to say I, I don't that. care about myself and sound like a weirdo, but like literally my own uh peace of mind is not my priority. I want to make sure my kids good. I want to make sure the bills are paid because shit gets real, man. Of course. And, and but I will say this. I will say don't I hear you and I feel you, but don't also forget about you and I'm gonna tell you why, because I I was so focused on my daughter when we just got separated that I spent 10 years um, and I was just messing with girls like on the side. I just didn't have time for anything else. And then I realized I, 10 years later, I was like, oh shit. Like, well, that's another I'm part alone. that I think you you know already, but we haven't put in the conversation is being a single dad during this, especially a newly single dad in the middle of the pandemic is a whole different thing. So I'm juggling that too as well. And it's like, you know, the first four and a half years of my kid, the first five years of my kid's life, there was a system in place. All that got thrown off this year when, you know, when things hit the fan, it's like you got to figure out how to re how to revamp your whole life and the schedule and this and that. Yeah, because at the end of the day, you know, that's the thing that sucks. It's like static selector, premium P, God bless. But when Good dad game. But we have actually shots of terminology. But, but, but what happens is what I mean by that is like, no, like kids don't care about that shit. Like they need you. You know what yeah, I mean. They yeah, don't yeah. care about no album or no fucking feature or no this. When they get older, they will. I'm just saying, don't get to a point. Don't sleep on Harley, man. She yeah. loves all of this. No, She's no, like, I know that. Yeah, I'm out, daddy. I'm just saying, don't get to a point, and I mean this, and I'm only saying this to right. you as a friend. Don't get to a point where you fully forget about you. I'm gonna tell you why. Because your daughter will get older, and if you're separated, dad, they'll say like, in all due respect, they may say like. Dad, uh, yeah, I'm going to go hang out with Lindsay this weekend. Is that cool? And you're like, yeah, uh, well, I'd like to see you, but how about I see you during the week? The point I'm trying to make, you turn around. I remember like Friday night, I'm like, oh, shit, I don't even got no, I got nobody. Right. So I'm like, yo, I love my daughter, but I think this girl wants me to be alone. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need somebody. But anyway, that's no, I feel you. We'll, I feel save, you. we'll save that. This is, this is grown yeah. man talk. Yeah, we'll save that. I'm just saying, don't forget about you. You know what I mean? Like, And I mean that because I did forget about me. Um, Let me make this super clear for everybody. <laughs> 
<laughs> just to, you know, it is show off records. Absolutely. At any given time, I would jump on a plane and go to DR and have the time of my life for it to be known. <laughs> Don't worry about me, man. Like, no, I, I, know, I feel I what know. you're saying, but it's like, if I ever hit that point where I'm like, oh, I'm just sitting here bored, I will go to... Yeah, I, I know what you mean. I know we it's live a in skip a, away. We live in a different world than when I was coming up with my uh, daughter, so I get it. I know what you mean. You can fulfill your uh, time real quickly. But when we think about how many features, how many artists, how many albums you drop, and I notice may cle- some of the cliche and corny things, but are so true. Like, who haven't you worked with that you want to work with? It's a less than a handful. Okay. It's, it's, can, uh, we, can, uh, can we say them? You can't even say worked with because I've worked with everybody I'm going to say, just not finished a record with them. Jay-Z, Kendrick Lamar, um, you know what? I'm going to say Scarface only because we have two songs we worked on that never came out. One of them came out, but the beat was so different. I didn't, I don't call it my own. Even I think he put produced by me in the credits. I wasn't even feeling that because he changed. It's a long story. It was a sample issue. Um, shout out to Scarface though. Um, who's actually, a very close friend of mine and we, we've had some crazy combos like me Scarface is that's a different type dude bro that's like knowing Tupac bro Scarface is that dude you know sometimes I take that shit for uh, uh, I don't want to say granted but I'm like yo like yo Face like I love Face man and, and I got a great relationship with him uh, as well um, he's one of those dudes one thing I really appreciate about him is that like he, he ain't afraid to give his flowers uh, I'll call him and he'll be like, yo, Premium Pete, when I see your name on that thing, I pick it up. Yeah. He's like, because uh, I know you're going to hit me with something good and, and, and you know, you're a good dude. So I, I, I fuck with Scarface. He's a he's a good dude, but yeah, so go ahead. I can only name three people. Let me think. There's got to be more. Um, I what, about, what about, actually, th- th- this is this is good for a return uh, uh, static selector. What about some of the younger kids? Because you have, and I said this before, you have always been able to have the vision on younger artists to be able to like, yo, I could... I could help you. I could name somebody. Yeah. I mean, I can't. I mean, who? Of, I mean, I uh, work with everybody, bro. Like it's. I'm trying to think of the younger kids. Like me and Corday have already worked. I me mean, and, even um, what about moving from? Uh, I like Corday, but what about even like some of these young? What about younger R and B artists too? What about like even like what about somebody like Trippy Red? And and do you like those type of kids? And I'm I don't not, mean I'm, actually. Not, I mean not say. Yo, that. this is no shade at all. I'm I'm not too familiar with his music. I've yeah. heard a couple joints, but. What about R&B? The thing that turned me off about someone like Trippy Red is when he was caught up in that whole 6 9 thing. Like, anything to do with any of that turns me off. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. Now, even like somebody like Lil' Kel. Right? I don't know who that is. I got The cinematic uh, uh, signed him. Oh, yeah. Shout, Hovane's, yeah, Hovane's, yeah, yeah. shout out to Hovane. I, honestly, I still am not up on it like that. Kid's nasty. I'll check it out. I, I'm shout out to you. Shipes, man. Yeah. You know, we, me and Shipes have known each other for a long time and had our... Uh, We've had a lot of history, but that dude has really impressed me. And just he's one of those guys that don't stop and he just keeps going. And he, you know, he built what he built, man. Shout out to Cinematic. You know, one thing I'll say about Shipes, too, you know, you uh, you can't deny uh, uh, greatness. Um, Shipes introduced me to Joey, yeah. man. And Joey's my little brother, like on another, another galaxy. Like, I'm forever thankful for that. So it's like, you know, the, the Joey badass static connection is like. It's almost like me and term, like the way we, we, me and Joey don't miss. We just, that he's been a blessing in my life. So shout out to Joey. He knows what it is. You know, somebody like terminology, when we, when we talk about him and we spoke about him the last time we were on the episode. Um, actually, I'm going to say something right now. Um, and I'll, 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 I'll hit him. I don't think I have his number, but I'll, I'll hit him afterwards. I'm going to sit down with him. Um, um, it's probably long overdue. Uh, that dude never said nothing to me ever. 
Like where some people but like, you don't fuck with me. You never had me on your show. I like the dude. I just never thought to have him on. That's probably my fault. Um, I also like your support of him over the years. It's actually, uh, you know, like a brotherhood. Yeah. You always kind of like, you know, I, I just think it's powerful as a friendship and as artist that, you know, you, you, I feel like you always, you know, not saying he's held his own, I'm saying, but you always tried to put him in a great position. Yeah, no, it's always been, me and Tarm always had like a competition, like a friendly competition. Yep. Because, you know, we, we were both born in the same hospital, same year. And when we met, we met at 16 years old. And that was just a friendly meeting, right? Fast forward a couple of years, he started doing his thing with, he had a, a manager, shout out to Dan Green. Dan Green was managing Term and Dan and me were doing certain business. And there was a certain thing going on where like Term would come to New York when I moved to New York and be like, well, I did this with AZ or I did this with so-and-so. And I'm doing this. And I'd be like, well, I'm doing this. And, you know, I was still in my early uh, stages. Mm -hmm. But I would end up putting Term on my mixtapes and all that. And he ended up being, I put him on the Nas mixtape, the official Nas mixtape. I put him on um, a bunch of things. And he ended up, the first project I ever put on Show Off Records was Out the Gate. Um, so, you know, me and Term would just always like, look what I can, like, it, it was accomplishments and all that. And we were just such hip hop fans that it was like, it was like building blocks with with props and and just hip hop shit, and it was like, it's fun, man. We like he really loves this shit. Yeah, you know? I could tell. I could tell. Uh, shouts to terminology. And one thing I really like about him is uh, the, a lot of artists show him a lot of love. So what I mean by that is like some some people look for the fans or outside people. When you have when you, you have your passion, peers, you know? when you have your colleagues that show you love, that that's something to say about that. Because keep in mind, hip hop too, the genre is a sport. So it's people always used to be like, yeah, he aight, but he ain't like me. Like I mean, it's like a narcissist. Term game, takes pride know? in in yeah. in uh you know bodying people in songs. So he loves to do it, man. Like he loves to get on records and just do what he does. So it's like you got to respect the the passion in the yeah. You know uh, the balancing act. Yeah. Out now, okay. Stream it, buy it. Um, don't stream it, buy it. Okay. Well, actually, yeah, I know, I know, I know. I, I always forget. Thanks to say for that. your two cents for playing my yeah, album twenty yeah, I times. Know, it's so terrible. Let me ask you: Do you think we can see change in that? Nah, I think we're in a good place with um with merch and with vinyl and people want to collect things again, and that's great. Yeah. Because I feel like there was years where like no one cared about collecting anything. Yeah. Vinyl is vinyl is back. Vinyl's more. It's not back. It's more than ever. Nostal let's just say nostalgic stuff. Will, will, will hip hop vinyl is selling right now more yeah. than it ever did in history, ever. That's crazy. As long as they don't have no cassette tapes, I don't got no time for no cassette tapes anymore. Yeah, the cassette tapes are difficult because it's like I don't want to hear an album that's made in Pro Tools or Logic yeah. on a cassette. Yeah, it's tough when you think of things. Vinyl's like that. vinyl. It is what it is. What now? Let's go. Let's go here. You've been around the game a long time. I want to know, and it doesn't have to be in complete order, but your your greatest memories, like some of your greatest highlights that you were able to. It's easy, man. I remember like it was two seconds ago. Um, I think my favorite tour I ever did was my first world tour with Q-Tip in 2009. We did the Renaissance tour. I had never been to any place we went. So it was like, really picture seeing the whole world in two months. It was like we went. We started in Japan. We went to Australia. We did forty uh, cities in Europe. It was like insanity, 
and I had never been to any of those places. It was like a new life for me. And right. I was just coming out of a really toxic relationship too. So like I like came out of it and they were like my mom's like Yeah, your mom's uh, in the background like Nah, but it was we were in like another one. <laughs> Shout out to my brother Khaled. I don't get to talk about Khaled enough, man. He means so much to me on a on an influential level and I've known him for so many years. But Khaled dropped his first album the same year I dropped my first album. Mm. And we always like like we're really the only two cats that have been consistent dropping these albums with these kind of guest lists. Obviously Khaled's albums are the you know, the Drakes and the Little Wayne's sure, and, sure. and mine are the the grimy records and it's all good. I'm like I'm proud of it. But um shout out to Khaled, man. He's he's been such an inspiration to the point where in 2007, it was my birthday. He was shooting the Make It Rain remix with Fat Joe and R. Kelly and Wayne in Miami. And he actually had me DJ his birthday party at uh, Privé. So we pull up, me and Term pull up to the um, video shoot. Khaled pulls up in his blue Bentley, right? He's like, get in. I get in the car. And he just drives around this movie lot. For those that don't know, Hollywood, Florida was supposed to be like Hollywood, California. Like they were building movie studios on that. I think all that quieted down. But this is 2007. We're in a movie studio driving around and he's driving in circles playing uh, We Taking Over with Akon. And he's playing this record. He's looking at me dead ass serious. The same way he talks to people on Instagram. He's ecstatic. Like, I'm about to take this shit over. He's like, watch what I do. And this was his first like big hit. He was dead ass serious and Khaled never fell back with that shit. So the same way I'm doing what I do in my own world, because you know the taste of music I have. Sure, sure. Khaled was like a very, very big inspiration on me. And it's to the point where like if people don't respect what he did, they're they just there's a lot of haters out there and they don't matter, but man, Khaled is one of a kind in hip hop. He's like the Russell Simmons of DJs making albums man like, sure. so shout out to Khaled I mean he's been an inspiration not only with music I just think overall I think he's just a he's a positive yeah, force in yeah, the universe yeah. bro you gotta those are like when they look back at 2020 and all these years I hope cats like Khaled and like um, who else is like positive on that level Khaled's like really one of the He's one of I mean he's been incredible he's been incredible there's certain it's, people that just bring the best out of people and you gotta you gotta appreciate that because it's so easy to be negative and to talk shit about things. Khaled just pushes through and just does it. You know, you, even Action Bronson early on Shout made, to Action. Made, made a bunch of, uh, of of great records with him. Um, wait, with Khaled? No, with Action Bronson. Oh me, <laughs> you. I was like, wait, what? He's nah. like, what? Shout like, to Action, man. Yo, you know, me I, and Action had some of the funniest fun sessions of all time, man. Like. That's my brother. You brought him on um, Combat Jack show. Yeah, you remember? Yep. Yeah, I that do was like that. his it first. Was in, it was downtown. You, know, you brought Brooklyn him on radio. On but I'm saying that was probably his first podcast. I would probably yeah, say. Yeah, man. No, it was. It was. He was like he was new to the game, man. I remember he the first night he came through my crib was a snowstorm, and I hit him on Twitter and I was like, "Yo, me and Turn about to do an album live right now on live stream tonight. Come through." I never spoke to him in my life. It was a snow, it was a blizzard. Term couldn't drive back to Boston. That's how bad the snow was. Action showed up with shorts and sandals on. In the middle of the blizzard, showed up with shorts and sandals on. It was like, I'm here, what's up? And that was the beginning. And the next day he was on Two Dope Boys and Rap Radar and all that. He had never been on a website or any of that. Like I watched Action go from, I'm proud of that dude, man. Are you going to make uh, new music together? 
I mean, we got an album in the stash. Like, we have so much unreleased music. We have some really crazy, uh, we have songs that will definitely never come out because of the subject matter. It's just so out of this planet. Action's a very, uh, he's like if a comedian rapped because he's saying things that, like Dave Chappelle could get away with it. But actually, <laughs> some of this shit is like, we got some really wild records in the stash. Um, nah, that's my brother. I talked to him. You know, there was a little while we didn't even talk, and now recently we've been talking more. And um, yes, I mean, look. Uh, to be honest with you, shit happens sometimes, man. Of course, like sometimes of course. people, you know, you, you just don't talk, and it's all it's love. just busy. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, listen, things happen, but there's history made. Yeah, and yeah. When there's of history course, made, nobody could ever deny that. That out, so. man. Well done. That album did numbers too on the low. No one ever really talks about it in that way, but that shit got like 80 million streams and some shit. Really? It's crazy, yeah. That's crazy. Listen, um, the balancing act. I want to re uh re-speak my words. Don't stream it. Buy that motherfucker. Um and also isn't there a website that has the vinyl and uh Wicked Tough Day? Kong, shout to Tough Kong. It's Italian, uh it's Italian Really? Yeah, it's Italian company. Yo, low key, I hope you you understand this. Sabino and Pete, they're low key. They saved the 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 vinyl hip hop shit. Like Tough Kong is a company from Italy. The dude Dominic lives in Italy, and I think so. And he no, I'm positive it's in Italy. I don't know if it's in Rome or not. But yo, the the company and what they're doing for hip hop right now is insane because they're doing represses. Like they're they're probably the number one independent vinyl uh, company in the in the world, and it's all from Italy, man. Shout out to I can't wait to go back to Italy. Hey, listen, it's a beautiful uh, place to be. You don't spend a day in Italy; you spend two weeks in Italy, three right. weeks in Italy. Um, you know, it's just an experience. It's not it's not really a vacation; it's an experience. Um, you know, the funny thing is, the first time I went out to Italy, they introduced me to my cousins, and they had blonde hair and blue eyes, and I'm like, who the fuck are these people? I'm like, you know, I didn't understand. But you know, it's so funny about Italian Americans versus Italians. Uh, like, I ate their pizza. I was like, this is garbage. Like, they're like, what? In Italy? Yeah, because. Yeah, it's not but the good. food, the, the pasta. The it, food's it, crazy, the, but the, 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 the farm the to table is incredible. Like, it's, for some reason. It, it's the same thing. With, I, I feel like it's the same thing with Irish people, too. It's like, yo, Irish Americans and Irish people are two completely different things. Yeah. And the food, too. I mean, I was never really a, the biggest fan of Irish food, but. Um, when you go out there, it's like the mentality, everything is completely different. Like Irish Americans, to me, is like some of them my heroes. And then you go out to Ireland, and I'm not, it's a whole different world, but you go out to Ireland, and like they just got a different mentality with things than we do here. Because in America, I feel like, I gotta be careful what I say. Irish Americans are more like from the, from the from the dirt and they had to build straight their out shit the mud. Up. Yeah, straight yeah, out the yeah, mud. Absolutely. They're hustlers. Absolutely. But I will say this the first time I ever went to Ireland, I went to a record store and I had to buy needles. And I tried to buy the Stay needles. Stay in three sixties? And the uh no, nah, they were the, the right. they were um sure for the forty forties, whatever. The dude was like, I can't take your money. He's like, Thank you so much for like I love Ireland. It's it's love, but it's just such a different planet. And I never understood that. I don't think a lot of people do if they don't leave the country. The American version of things is completely different, but it's just as beautiful as other places. Like Italian Americans, Irish Americans, African Americans, like it's all different sure, sure. versions of things, but it's like it's a whole different experience. And you don't really figure that out until you go there and see it. Sure. You, you get know, your passport. Get get your passport stamps up. Well, right now it's a little tough. Um 
you know, last thanks, week, okay, as we wind this, I know, right? As we wind this, literally, up, thanks, Trump. <laughs> as we wind, <laughs> uh, uh, FDT, bro. Um, I knew this was all gonna happen in some way or another back in in like January when I ch- I have a global entry, okay, and I got that email like you can no longer get it, and I was like, what? And I really looked it up. Did you know it's because New York State was beefing with? There was some beef with Trump and Como that Trump shut down the Trusted Traveler program only for New York. That's the only state in the country he shut it down for. And he's from here. And I couldn't get the the global entry no more. Yeah, yeah. And now I got an email this month because of he's trying to get points now. Now it's open back back up. up. It's open back up. Dude, fuck you. Hey, listen, man. Um, You know, for people who are listening or watching this episode that may not really... I've uh, heard a lot of Static Selector. What would you say is your have you have you figured in your mind or you know like what is your like like how how do you make music? Like is it like is it like burning candles? Nah, is it bro, dark it's, it's rooms? Tennessee and um cigars? Okay. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm a kid that grew up idolizing Premier and Pete yep, Rock and Q Tip and all the, Dr. In peace, Dre. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Guru. Guru. I got Gangstar tatted on me yeah, right yeah, here, yeah. man. And um, thank God for DJ Premier. He already knows how I feel about him. But like, for that not only to be my my uh, inspiration and my idol, but now we're brothers. It's like it's crazy. Um, but rest in peace, Guru. A lot of people don't know I DJed for Guru a couple of times in, at, at the end. Yeah, and, um, yeah. I think you told me when you were still in Boston, right? Was that? Nah, nah, no, 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 no. Oh no, I knew Boston? him when I lived in Boston. Yeah, yeah. But nah, when when I moved to New York, Fat Gary was like, "Yo, Guru got a gig in Pennsylvania. This or that." And those were the beginning of the Solar episodes, which is a whole different thing. Solar, if you're out there, you can kiss my ass. Um, but uh, yeah, <laughs> positive energy. That's it. Positive vibes only. The balancing act. Static selector. Actually, for like, again, for people who may not, you know, they're just listening. Run down the uh, album. The new album is uh, Black Dot, Joey Badass, and Nas on the same song. Another Joey record. Killer Mike, Two Chains, and Conway on the same song. Jack Harlow. Bun B and Havoc with a tribute to Prodigy and um and Pimp C that's goosebump material. Um MOP, like I got fame with, with Smoke Dizza and um Rim. Shout out to Rim the Villain who I met through Sean P and I held Sean P's on the album. Thurston Howell the Third. Uh Method Man and Dave East on the same song. Fuck. It goes on and on and on and on. Term with the locks, man. Term with Styles P and Jada Kiss. Um There's so many records. It's a lot. Listen, it's crazy. Um, like I said, it's always great for a return episode. We get to catch up, get to find out what's going on. Um, listen, the contributions are crazy. Your journey is continuing. You know what I'm saying? And, and just getting started, man. Yeah, I yeah. look at it like this. When I was like looking up to all these people, right? I was looking at the age. And I'm the age right now that a lot of them were when I was looking up. And now I'm watching them now, right? And they're way older. They're in their 50s. And I'm like, damn, that shit gives me hope because I'm happy where I'm at, but I know there's a lot of work to be done. And I look at someone like Preem or Q-Tip or RZA or all these guys, and a lot of them, like, they um, recreated themselves too, and that's dope. So it's just dope knowing that there's so much time to be had and fun to be had in this shit and to never feel old with it or anything. I'm going to be 40 in two years, really in one year. And feels great man like i feel like it's gonna be a better th- my 30s were amazing i know 40s gonna be uh, 
incredible. Listen, welcome to welcome to the club. When you get there very soon, I'll welcome you. Um, everything is downhill from from there, but nah, uh, I'm not I'm, looking I'm, at I'm like I'm that. Jo- I'm Every day, around. bro. Do you remember being a kid? And I remember like the conversation was like, "I hope I make it to be 29, yeah, yeah, 30. Yeah. It's like, man, we here, bro. Like. Lost a lot of fucking friends, lost yeah. a lot of family, many, but we're many. here, man. Yo, and you remind me of that, and and I hate that. Uh, and, and, and oh, hear me. I hate that. No, no, I hate that. The way half my studio is a shrine to. That's what I'm saying. You remind me, like the way, like like for instance, when you I know, came, today when I woke up, I looked at my phone and I had so many text messages. I was like, "Who died?" Yeah, for real. That's like how it be, dude. That's how it gets. Well, listen, I want to say this. Um, you have been an instrumental part of a lot of people's uh, creative life. Uh, you know, uh, young legends, older legends. Um, it's been, it's been just great. getting started. Yeah, it's been Joey great. Badass about to drop the album of the year. Well, it's gonna be twenty twenty one at this point. No, so he'll drop twenty twenty one now. Joey yeah. dropping, uh, action dropping. Me and Two Chains are dropping. Me and Two Chains and me and Joey might have to have beef because they're gonna battle each other. Um, it's man. You, you know, oh, Nems was uh, here earlier, and he said that you and him have an album together, or he said- We got gonna, some crazy or, or, records. Or, or he said he's going to- uh, uh, What's that, you chicken bone uh, that Mozzarella says? He says they have to hurt you. I said, Nems, relax. Yo, Nems, relax, bro. I, I got a lot of love for Nems. <laughs> and um, now we have some crazy records recorded. But you know what's funny about me and Nems is we got like- And Nems is an aggressive rapper. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. the songs we make are very- uh, They're more like- not emotional. They're more like serious, like, uh, you know, think pieces. Sure, sure. Th- think pieces. Yeah. Well, let's think of Sean Price. He's an aggressive rapper. Yeah. You know what my favorite song from him is? What? Heartburn, produced by Ninth Wonder. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Ninth. That shit almost makes me uh, cry when I hear that. He yeah. said, what did he say? He said, I, I used to watch Nick at night. You know, he said, I used to sell Nick's. Now I watch. Yo, if listen, one of my favorite uh, uh, songs. Bro, I got a song called 21 and Over. Mm. You know about that? No. You do. You just... You no. Know. no, it's Sean <laughs> yeah, Price know, and Mac Miller. It's Sean yes. Price and Mac Miller. It's a classic. Bro. He said 21 you know, and bad, over. That's the name of the song. No, I know. I'm thinking Bro, of both of them. The not- fact that I have this single that's one of the biggest songs in my in my solo uh, artist career... It's crazy they're both gone, bro. Like, really think about that. I was sitting there. We were in Minnesota at um, Soundset. We shot the video. Mac Miller's 21 years old. Sean Price is what? At that time, he was probably like 38 years old, 39 years old. And we're shooting this video in a room, in a trailer, like one of the backstage rooms. Schoolboy Q, Evidence, Alchemist, myself, having guy who's now like a you know guy from uh duck down a piece by guy okay yes yes, yes. this dude's like a viral guy now that does instagram shit he was directing the videos that's crazy he did carry on from freddie gibbs and joey to my record and now he's like this internet comedian it's crazy but um all these dudes are in the room and sean and mac are gone now and these are two of my go-tos like picture putting these albums together right when prodigy mac miller sean price all these people are my go-tos to set off the albums. And they're gone, man. And it's like the 21 and over record really fucked me up because Matt came to the show. Sean came to the crib. I was like, who you want to do a song with? He's like, Mac Miller. And in my mind, there's no disrespect to nobody. But in my mind, I was like, yo, Mac's out of here now. He's a superstar. I don't know if he's just going to do this record with Sean because Sean is just such a wild individual that like obviously i knew he's a fan that's different see that's the thing about a lot of these rappers is they blow up and i'm not saying mac was ever that guy because he wasn't 
I ended up seeing Mac the next week. And I was like, yo, who you want to do a record with for my album? And he said, Sean. Right after Sean said Mac. That's crazy. And I was like, bro, Sean already got the record. He already did it. Let me send it to you. And Mac turned. I was at South by Southwest when Mac sent it to me. And he was like, bro, I turned 21 last week. And the name of the song is 21 Over. But it's crazy because you know what I'm saying, though. Like, I'm not saying that Mac was too cool to do a record. No, but there could have been a possibility. Right now, if you ask Drake to do a song with. um, Yes, it's different. With Buckshot or whoever, like, it might not happen, bro. My point is, is like, some of these dudes get out of this planet and. It becomes harder to. Mac always stayed hip hop, man. Mac Miller was always just that hip hop dude, man. So the fact we got that record done when we did because this kid was out of here, bro. Like, Mac Miller was a. Superstar. I mean, listen, rest in peace to Mac Miller. And Sean Price is a superstar too. Don't get it fucked up. No, no, of but course. You know what I mean. You know, look, you, you, you were able to have a hand. It's uh, like I said, you want to create something that lives forever. That song lives forever. A lot of songs yeah. live forever. Yeah, but that forever. one, it's scary, man. Like when you look at all of it, and just you want to hope that uh, I get to just keep. Holding down these moments in time, the the record with Jack Harlow on my album, this new album, I think I think it's not, it time stamps twenty twenty. If you listen to what he's talking, he's about. a young star. That's one thing I'll give you credit. You have been able to like you know spot the stars before even some of them have shined. So, I, you know, I want to continue to give you that credit. Um, you know, thanks for thanks 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 for coming, sitting back for the return. Also, thanks for being a real dude. You know, when I put out the sauce. I didn't even know, like, people like you just, just bought, like, didn't even tell me, and I like that, like, meaning, like, you know, it was like, I call it, like, the sneaky support, and, and, and that means a lot to I me. I knew when uh, I got the card in the mail, it said, uh, it said, like, thanks for your support or whatever, but it didn't say my name, I was like, he doesn't even know that's me ordering it. No, no, so I wrote, so what I did was, I figured, I said, well, you know what, this is how we're going to do this shit, we're going to write up all these, and I want to hand write it, um, because it meant something to me, and I was like, and we'll make it easier to go out, because... I didn't know what I was up against. And I was like, damn, man. Even right now, it's like, you know. I, I, I guess you don't have enough sauce. No. But 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 it's not sauce. Jars. There's a jar oh, problem. Oh, the jar problem. There's a jar problem. But but we'll be back in action next week. But we're, but we're still we're still like orders around the world. like So so anyway, the point I'm trying well, to make is. you figured out something to sell that people always need. Yeah, but thank you for the support. That's what I mean. Thank you for the support. Like, you, you didn't scream it. You know, you know how people just people like to tell people what they do for other people. So I thank you uh, uh, for the, for the silent support, and more importantly, like I said, for just watching your journey has been special. So listen, internets, make sure you balance and act. Make sure you go out and cop that, and and just just if if you're learning a static selector today, connect with him, follow him, check his stuff out, dig in the catalog, and if you know of him, I hope you learned something that you may have not known, but continue to support as he continues to put out. Uh, quality music, but more importantly, put out uh, to me uh, historic times. Putting people together and being a strategic producer to me is uh, something that's not that easy. The point is, never let nobody kill your imagination. Yeah, that's right. See you next episode. Cheer. Oh yeah, that boy Static Selector back on the Premium P Show, dropping gems. I mean, really unfiltered. Real, you know, that's one thing I like, which is very honest, like throughout his journey and and and, and the things he has done and where he is today. You know, it's been uh, it's been great to watch everything unfold in his success. So shouts to Static Selector, my brother and friend for sure. And, and, and more importantly, definitely a legend in the game. Um, Internet, like I said, you know, you, you got parenting question, podcast question. You want to advertise on a premium peach show, big brand, small brand. You want to advertise on other podcasts, whatever it is, email me. I'm that guy. The premium peach show at gmail.com. Okay. Make sure you rate, subscribe. 
Tell a friend to tell a friend, and we'll see you next episode. As always, peace and blessings to you and your families from mine. But more importantly, let me not forget Pete's Premium Pasta Sauce, okay? 100-year-old family recipe in memory of Grandma Premium, okay? I know she's looking down smiling. We have shipped thousands of jars all over the world, okay? I am so thankful. Our first product was the marinara. We got a new one coming soon. PeachPremiumPastaSauce.com for that original, okay? Take your dishes to the next level. See you next episode. Cheers.